Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tori Cruz Show. I am so excited that you're here with us today. If you're wanting some extra motivation, inspiration, and action steps to back it up, you are in the right place, my friend. And if you haven't heard yet, my new book, Unexpected, is out into the world and available to purchase today on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thank you so much for your support, and I'm honored to have you a part of this amazing community of like-minded individuals who are leveling up your life and becoming the most unexpected version of yourself. Without further ado, let's jump into our next episode. All right, everybody. I know I say many times that I have a very special guest on my show, but today it's the ultimate special guest that I've ever had. It's my grandma, Vernita, and it's her 98th birthday. So welcome to my show, grandma. This is... This is wonderful. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely amazing. And I'm just so, so excited to talk with grandma today about life and everything that has made you happy, fulfilled, successful, and 98 years. Yeah. <laughs> and look at her, you guys. I mean, gorgeous. Yeah. And um, okay. <laughs> That's just the way it is when you get to be 98. So. <laughs> hey, if I look that good when I'm 98, I think I'm doing something right. <laughs> okay. And today we actually have 70 people. Uh, around 70. And now is that mostly family or friends coming out to celebrate your birthday? I have a couple of friends. They're my closest friend. They're here. And um, uh, probably two or three other friends. Yeah, but uh, this one couple is just like my own kids, so they're special kids. So yeah, everybody here is special. We're <laughs> special. Well, you're special, so we're just excited <laughs> to celebrate you today. So, well, I would just want to ask you a couple of questions. Well, maybe a few questions. Okay. And um, just I want to hear all about your life and um, share with our audience too. Um, where were you born? And what year? Because not everybody's good at math, and I'm, I, me included. So, <laughs> so what year were you born, and where? I was born on in um, Montgomery County, Iowa, which was is over by Corning or Villisca. And um, I was born on um, May the sixth, nineteen twenty-four. So. Now, how many siblings did you have? I have 11 other, 11 siblings, and there are only three of us left, so. Wow. My mother lived to be 99. I had one brother who lived to be 99. I just lost a brother in California who just turned 100. I have a sister in Malvern, Lola, Hazaquist, and she's 102. And then I have a sister in Glenwood, and she is nine, that's Orla Jean Jackson, and she is 93. <laughs> now that's some genes if I've ever heard. <laughs> no. I, have, I have to tell you something funny. One of my friends, uh, actually one of Gary's best friends, asked me if he could get a blood transfusion from me. So he could get some of my jeans. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> now tell everyone who Gary is and the rest of your sons. Uh, Gary, my sons are Judd, 
Gary, Greg, and Todd. And um, Judd lives in Corydon, Iowa, and Gary lives in um, Scottsdale, Arizona, and Greg lives in Kansas City, and Todd lives in Omaha. <laughs> and all their wives, of course. I should have mentioned them. <laughs> um, Judd's wife is Anne, Gary's wife is Lori, and Greg's wife is Diane, and Greg, Todd's wife is Amy. And I have so many great and uh, good <laughs> grandchildren. Like there's 18 grandchildren. Wait, but hold on, who's your favorite grandkid? That's, you um, know, come on, Grandma, you, you can't <laughs> drop the ball on this. <laughs> No, I won't put that pressure on you. Everyone's a big yeah, That's right. They sure are. <laughs> but how many grandkids do you have? I have 18 grandchildren and I have 20. I'm not sure. I think it's 26 great grandchildren and four great great. So I'm, we have a huge family. I have a huge, wonderful family. Um, <laughs> Well, Grandma, I want to talk a little about to your childhood, and I, I just want to know what was school like when you were a kid. Well, we didn't start to school till we were six. There wasn't no kindergarten. We started first grade, and um, and we went to a country school where they taught one teacher taught from sixth to eighth grade, and. Um, that was um, usually we had to walk to school. Um, Uphill both ways? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and um, it was quite a ways. We had them, it was over a mile we walked to school. So, what were your school rooms like? Well, there was just a one room, uh, and we had a hot bellied stove for the heat in the winter. And um, and the teacher had to do all the um, uh, taking care of all the cleaning up and everything. So they were country school teachers were pretty special because they could do about everything. Wow, um, I think one of the one of the um, craziest memories that you've ever told me is that when the boys were all young, that you had to heat up the water on your stove mm -hmm. for a bath. And we, oh yes, we did. Yes, we did. And um, and then we had a, a long uh, tub. Uh, I think it was a galvanized tub that we used for a bath. And so that was pretty crude then. And did you have indoor plumbing? No indoor indoor plumbing. And um, and we just. Um, they always called it, a, we lived in a four house, four rooms and a path. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of four rooms and a bath, we had a path <laughs> the outhouse. So. A path to the outhouse. Uh -huh. Yeah. Wow. And you were the only female in the house. Right. So all the boys, I mean, yeah. heck with them, yeah. but <laughs> the woman going to an outhouse, that's another story. <laughs> I know. It was not easy, but we... We learned a lot from it. It was probably good for us uh, living those times. So yeah. Well, Grandma, what was one thing that you really learned from your parents that you still cherish today? 
Well, they taught us well, when we were younger, our only entertainment was going to church on, on Sunday. And so they've always uh, keep our faith and, and uh, always be considerate of other people. And that's what most people are. So. Yeah. Yeah. So describe the town that you grew up in and also where you live currently. Okay, well, I lived in the country until I was in eighth grade when we moved to Glenwood. And so um, I finished um, my grade school in town, which I was very thankful because we always had to take a, a test. Eighth graders always had to take a test to get into the town high school. And didn't think it was fair, but that's what happened. Yeah. Um, and how long have you lived in small town Mineola, Iowa? I've been here for 79 years. So I've been married 79 years this December. Wow. And so that's a perfect entry into what I wanted to talk about <laughs> is how did you and grandpa meet? Oh, and how old were you? I was 18. I was in... We went to high school together, but we never really knew each other in high school. And then um, he graduated a year ahead of me. And then we, um, after I, or no, I guess I started working at um, a soda fountain, yeah, you know, drugstore. And then he came in there one day and I fixed him a nice malt of milk. <laughs> Anyway, and uh, that's where we, then he asked me out to, uh, after I've been in there for a while. And so that's where we met, I guess. So you had him from a milkshake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he always told, he always told the story that it was the best mountain milk he'd ever had. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then he probably got a few more throughout his lifetime, that's for oh, sure. I suppose. <laughs> So do you remember how long you dated before you got married? Oh, we probably dated a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then how did he propose? I don't remember. I guess we just, I remember he, um, he gave me my diamond. Um, and I think, I just really can't remember that. Well, maybe grandpa need to step up his romantic game, you know? Yes, <laughs> uh, it I don't remember that. You do remember your wedding, though, I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where was yeah. that held? My, we was married in uh, Glenwood at the Congregational Church where we went. And uh, we just had a small family uh, wedding because um, it was during the war. And... Uh, uh, the gas rationing was on, and my mother went to the neighbors and borrowed sugar stamps to bake me a wedding cake. Wow. And um, so we just had a small wedding, and, and then we um, went back to my home, and my mother fixed us sit down dinner, and then we all us young ones went to Omaha to um, 
to a dance that um I forgot the name of it, but anyway, we went all went dancing after the wedding. So, did you go to a place called Anthony's? Yeah, we had we had one of our anniversary parties at Anthony's with our family. Yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. and they just now closed. Uh-huh. So, what did you and Grandpa do for fun? Dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music did you enjoy? Well, polka bands is a lot you know, popular then, and and there was modern music, too, that we danced to, but we loved the polka, and uh, Mineola had a dance hall, and they had a dance every Saturday night, Yeah, and uh, we went to Peony Park dancing one night with um, Lawrence Welk, and that was, um, they called it the Dancing Under the Stars. Oh, it that's... It was an outdoor place, so... So, Grandma, how did you know that Grandpa was the one? Well, I guess you just, nobody else, when you uh, are going with somebody for a year, nobody else interests you. Yeah. And um, so that's, I guess that's how we know he's in love. So. Yeah. What was one of your favorite memories or something funny about Grandpa? Or just something you loved the most about him? Uh, about Norman? Yeah. I don't know. He always had a good sense of humor <laughs> and, and uh, always came for parties like we're having today. Yeah. yeah. We had a lot of parties and we belonged to a um, card club that uh, we played cards together for 60 years. And, and most of us were classmates at, or school friends that, that went to school together. Wow. So um, a common theme in your life has been friendships and relationships. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's, that's life. You got to have friends. And, yeah. What do you think is the key to keeping good friendships? Well, you gotta have a lot of respect for each other and and enjoy each other's company, which we really did. So good to visit each other's in their homes and took our kids with us and we didn't babysitters we didn't use very often. So yeah. Yeah. We just loved our friends. Yeah. So so love, respect, um, you know. What do you think is something that is different now in today's society than it was when you were growing up and in your 20s? Oh my, I just, I think it's uh, crime is is a big thing now where we never, I don't know is we ever locked our doors on the farm. And now we have to keep everything locked up. I think crime is really bad these days. So. so I guess I never did ask you, what did you want to be when you grew up? And then what did you guys, you and grandpa, end up becoming? Well, I I guess I just wanted to be a, a secretary as, uh, for my work after I graduated, which I did. And... Um, and we just wanted to be mother and grandmother. Yeah. So, 
society. I like that. I didn't get to go to college. Then I really didn't want to. I wanted to get out of school and earn my own money. And so, what did you spend your money on back then? Well, clothes mostly because that's where I got it from. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother made all of our clothes. I didn't have, uh, and we had. I had older sisters and. We had hand-me-downs all the time, and my mother was a, a good seamstress, and she could make everything. She made all of our clothes. And so the first thing I did when I made got my own money was buy me a new dress. So that was a new dress and new shoes I, that matched. So. Yeah. <clears throat> That's fun. So... You always loved fashion. I mean, you can tell that you love fashion. You still do. You look so beautiful today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so you mentioned something um, a little bit ago about a war. And I think that's one of the craziest things is how much you've seen in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so what war did you see? Uh, well, World War II. Uh, I started in the... Uh, when I was in, started or when I was finishing high school, and um, I had four brothers in the Navy, and um, uh, one, two of them were twins, and they never separated those two from really? all the time they were in the Navy. And so when they got home, they all got settled in Alameda, California, for the uh, Navy station was, and that's where they worked till they retired. Wow. So, what was it like then with a war going on like that? Well, we had to have, like I said, we had to have a lot of food stamps and and uh, gas rationing. And believe it or not, we could not buy hose. Really? Pantyhose? Uh, no. Well, there wasn't such a thing as pantyhose. <laughs> we just had um, hose and, um, and they had a seam up the back so you know when you had them on straight oh. <laughs> uh, wow but it, things were pretty tough during the war and that's why we had such a small wedding because some of my family couldn't even come because they didn't have gas so. wow. and the farmers had could get more gas uh, because of their of their farming and stuff. So anyway, it was a tough time. So Grandpa was farming during that time. Yes, he always farmed with his mother, with his dad, and um, and then we kept farming afterwards too. But he had several different jobs too. He he, he actually worked at the bomber plant in Omaha with him made bombers for the, for the war. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And he worked on the railroad a while, but farming was his life, so that's what we did. Yeah, I remember when I was a little girl and I would come over to Grandma and Grandpa's house and Grandpa would be out in the field and I was just a little girl and you were making him a little lunch and oh, yeah. we would jump in the, the farm truck and go out in the field and take grandpa a little sandwich mm -hmm. and chips and yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, but um, in the summer when we we did threshing, um, and they had wheat in the uh, fields, and we did threshing, and then we fixed them. Um, we always had a crew of men, neighbors, of course, and and um, so we'd have to fix a big dinner, and then as soon as dinner was over, we started making lunch. At 3.30, we had to take them lunch. So it was kept the women busy too when the farmers were busy. Yeah. Um, what has been the number one thing that you've enjoyed making that's turned into a family tradition, baking-wise? My baking? Baking and cooking. Oh, I suppose my rye bread is probably applause all around. The rye bread is a staple in our family. Yeah, that's about right. So, and the hand bowls we're having for dinner. So. Molasses cookies. Oh, molasses cookies, yes. First thing is when my cousin Christopher walked in today, he said to Christopher, the molasses cookies are out in the out in the freezer. It's the first thing that, that grandma tells us is where the molasses cookies are, because she knows all of us grandkids love her molasses cookies. And uh, she has to, I think, hide the rye bread from my dad because he, he steals loaves at a time and then there's none for the rest of us. But we made some rye bread together. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh -huh. Remember me slapping the bread? <laughs> yeah, that's what they think. Mine is different because I slap it, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So what do you think, Grandma, is um, one of the biggest inventions that you've seen over time? Oh, boy, I don't know. There's so much. Um, everything is different now. Um, it's technology, something I, that's yeah, pretty Yeah, all the technology, all the... Um, uh, television and computers and telephone or cell phones and oh so much stuff it's uh, we never had before uh, yeah what do you think something that I would be surprised about to hear about your life I, I don't know it was a pretty simple life <laughs> How did you how did you get through some challenging times? What was the thing that you always leaned on? You know, now we have so much personal development mm -hmm. and positivity and mindset things that come out, but when you know throughout your life that wasn't as popular. No, it wasn't that um, we just seemed to work it out. I don't know anything special. Now we have so many therapists of every kind, you know, that can help you if you're have whatever you have. They have a therapist for to help you. Yeah. So did you just talk through it, or were you just like, "Well, that happened. <laughs> Let yeah. on to the next thing." Yeah. Well, you just kind of work it out yourself, mostly. Yeah. Had anything that was too difficult, I don't think. But uh, what do you wish uh, people today would learn about history? 
Well, I think they need to know that our past history seems to be more valuable to people now when they, they always go back to the older days when uh, older things happen and comparing with today. Maybe they should kind of follow those paths. Yeah. Path, so. And what is that path sort well, of? Like? Most of it, honesty and, and uh, consideration for people and, and uh, respect. My goodness, we have not near enough respect for each other. So what do you think are the keys to living a happy, successful, and fulfilled life? Well, faith in God is the main thing in your life. And if, if you don't have that, you don't have anything. Just um, cherish your families and your children and, and just um, if everybody just learned to get along and, and be Consider that your faith is the main thing. Amen to that. Yeah. And then lastly, Grandma, I just want to ask you, what in life are you most proud of? Oh, my family. I'm most proud of my family. It's just, they're just um, the best, that's all. So, yeah, it's, it's just... Uh, Everything that I do is depends on my family. So, yeah. Well, we love you, Grandma. Yeah, I love you all too. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you very much. And we will be back right here again for Grandma's 100th birthday in two years. So, don't go anywhere, guys, because <laughs> Grandma will be making another appearance okay. on my show at 100. I hope so. If I don't, I don't. So, you will. We just go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you too, honey. All right, my friends, thank you for listening. That is a wrap for today on the Tori Cruz Show. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with your friends, share on social media, tag me at Miss Tori Cruz. And I want to leave you with one last thought God did not give you this day because you needed it, He gave you this day because somebody needs you. So go spread your love, go spread your light and positivity into this world today and be the unexpected.